Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast. This is Antonio and episode 117 for the middle of March 2020. And, uh, you know, no quote uh, this, uh, no quote at the beginning of the show. I just wanted to go into a sort of a cold open. Uh, things are just, as you know, and you're part of the world, what's going on. Uh, I don't want to get too much into that, um, but it's kind of affecting all of us in all sorts of ways. And I just really, I'm right now, I'm like kind of late for the show, as you know, and I just wanted to get it out and I really couldn't find any kind of appropriate quotes for talking today. So, you know, excuse the, the, the change, you know, we'll get back to normal at a certain point. I'm sure once, uh, once we once this stuff sort of settles in and we get into, you know, a routine or this becomes the new normal for a little while. But right now, I was just—I just want to talk to you guys. Uh, I got a couple things. Uh, first, as a preview, just as I, I spent—I uh, think it was Saturday—walking around Greenwood Cemetery doing one of my, you know, dispatches from Greenwood, and you know, the irony of walking through a graveyard in this time when things are going bad. I—I uh, I mentioned this during the—you'll hear it later—but you know, walking through Greenwood is a really peaceful place for me to walk and contemplate, and I've. I've done the, sh- the podcast there from a couple times, so nothing new. Uh, I just really needed to clear my mind, and that was one of the that's one of the places near me where I can walk around and you know have a little bit of silence in a sense, and you know get some clear thoughts through. So you'll, you'll be hearing that a little bit later. I'm, I need to <laughs> actually I gotta I gotta edit it down. Uh, it's a bit long. So uh, anyway, I'll get to that. But let, I want to first address something that. Uh, uh, happened this week. Uh, Mac and his wife, Mac Sikulski and his wife, Kasia, on the Shutter Time show have shut down their podcast. And I'm, I just wanted to acknowledge that. Uh, first of all, I'm really, really sad to hear that news. I really enjoyed uh, Shutter Time, uh, first with Sid and Mac, and I really enjoyed uh, uh, when Sid was on the show and Sid and Mac, their interactions really just drew me in. And I think it was. Their show was certainly one that really got me. I mean, I've been doing the podcast, uh, been doing this show before I heard their show, so I wasn't wasn't necessarily inspired by their show to make this show, obviously. But after I started hearing it and became friends with both Sid and Mac, um, I think this show started to take a different turn, and I've found myself always inspired by. Uh, their discussions, especially because often they had a little bickering and they were on two sides of, of the subject. Uh, they were friends, and it was all just part. Of, it was part, of, you know, the, of the show. It was a great way to be able to hear a subject on on two sides, and I just enjoyed their interactions so much. And then when Sid left the show, you know, the, it was kind of up in the air whether or not they were, con- you know, Mac would continue, and I filled in for a little while. I really enjoyed my time on uh on that show with mac um and uh, i was really honored to be i've even filled in for sid a couple times prior to the before she left and i was honored to you know become that person once in a while that i could like you know slightly fill in uh sid shoes <laughs> i could barely fit her shoes you know she was a, a a force to be reckoned with on that show so uh and, you know, I, I built up a friendship with both Sid and Mac and a few other people who I met through their show, uh, who I now consider actual friends in the real world. And so that show meant more to me than a lot of uh, a lot of podcasts and a lot of other things in my life. And so 
Uh, and then, you know, Sid left the show, uh, and I'm not even sure when now, certainly over a year ago at this point, or nearly a year ago. I, I can't know the exact time. And um, eventually after, uh, you know, I did the show a couple times with Mac, and, and he had a few other people fill in. Uh, and then he got together with his wife, Kasha. And uh, hi there, you guys. I know you're listening to me. <laughs> and um, their their energy as as a couple who were doing photography and their um, back and forth about the subjects that they were talking about, I really enjoyed it. I found myself, I knew they were recording like on Saturdays or something like that. And I could just hear them like out on their terrace or in their car or something like that. And, you know, talking about their experiences with photography. And um, at first, I actually, re I really missed Sid. You know, <laughs> I was just like, because I got so used to them. You know, and I, I really wanted to sort of, I wanted the, 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 the you know, the little bit more conflict and stuff like that. But then I got, I, I got really used to it. And then I realized that, that Mac and Kasha were the, I, I called them the first couple of photography. And I really grew to enjoy listening to their shows. And sometimes I wouldn't listen to them for a couple of weeks and then I would binge them uh, while I was working or something like that. And I would listen to the show first thing in the morning while I'm working and I, you know, I can listen to a podcast and, and work simultaneously. And I always found that, like, you know, listening on a Monday morning or something like that, I would always listening to Shutter Time uh, with uh, Mac and Akasha uh, would really uh, start my day off and usually start my week off really well. And I always found myself getting uh, inspired by what they were talking about and trying to apply what they were uh, discussing into my life a little bit and, and stuff. And so... That being said, you know, uh, I haven't listened to their current show. The, the most current episode that's out now is their last episode. I, I haven't, I was supposed to, I wanted to listen to it today. I didn't get a chance to. Uh, so the, the episode, I haven't listened to it, but I know that it's their last show. And uh, I am looking forward to hearing it. I'm sad uh, to to know that this will be their last show. And hopefully, I know there's, you know, I'm always kind of that person who's got the hope that maybe... Uh, that they can rekindle the show at some point in the future. Um, I don't think he's mentioning that they're rekindling it, but, you know, there's always chances of things happening, I like to say. And I know I want to have uh, uh, Mac, and I would like to have both of them on the show. In fact, I'd maybe set that up at some point if they've got time. I know they don't have a lot of time because they're not doing their show, but, uh, you know, again, the hopes are up to, to continue to talk photography with the two. But I just want to acknowledge the... The sadness I have with uh, that show uh, leaving the uh, podcast sphere and the big loss it's going to be for everybody. And uh, yeah, you know, it's um, yeah, trying times for everybody now, you know, and so I find it hard for me to find time to put this show together. And you know, like I said, you just notice I'm a couple of days late here. Uh, extenuating circumstances, of course, a lot of stuff going on in my life as well. Um, and it's really hard to do this. Uh, I don't think I could do it on a weekly basis like they were doing it. I have a hard enough time getting it out twice a month, as you guys know. But uh, anyway, the, they still have a back catalog. And, I, you know, it's as far as I can tell, a lot of it is evergreen. You know, it's talking about photography. So if you haven't subscribed to their their show, you know, if the archives are still there, I have no reason to think they would be pulled, but hopefully they won't be. Uh, go grab their episodes, you know, download them and listen to them. And, and uh, I'm sure you'll have a lot of fun uh, 
listening to the conversations between Sid and Mac, and then Sid and uh, uh, Mac and uh, Kasha later on. So uh, do that. But anyway, you guys, uh, uh, good luck for whatever comes up for the future. I'm really rooting for you guys, and uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for a great show and helping to introduce me to so many people uh, who I now consider uh, friends and um, forever friends. So thank you. Uh, Good luck. That being uh, said, uh, I'm going to go right into the to the show right now. Basically, you're going to hear me walking around talking on uh, in Greenwood Cemetery. I had a, I have an ad- announcement, which I talked about last month about getting uh, a YouTube channel together, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about it while I'm walking around. And what I'm also going to do is uh, part of that uh, podcast, part of the podcast that you're going to hear, part of the audio is going to be part of a video that I'll put up on YouTube. Funny enough, I get to admit that I was walking around the, the cemetery uh, thinking I was filming myself, and I thought I pressed the button. And the first half of uh, the first half of my conversation—that's the podcast—I thought I was filming. I was recording it separately, so I did get the audio, but I wasn't filming. So you know, I, I make these mistakes too. <laughs> uh, I guess because it's weird walking around filming myself and talking. You know, it's hard enough sitting in a room here talking to myself. Uh, I do have to picture everybody listening and enjoying me, but going around filming myself, I don't know. It's a little strange. I, I'm not a big fan of looking at myself on the screen. So anyway, that being said, here uh, here's my uh, latest dispatches from Greenwood. All right. Hey, I'm at Greenwood Cemetery. Uh, this is the uh, Saturday the 14th, the uh, day after Friday the 13th. And I thought I would uh, do my podcast, some of the podcasts from Greenwood, and also thought I would make a video at the same time, uh, since I'm going to be starting a YouTube channel soon. And I figured what better way to start than today. Uh, and uh, I just, you know, I'm going to start calling these things uh, uh, dispatches from Greenwood because I come here so often. Uh, it's a beautiful day. It feels like it's the beginning of spring in a way. Actually, I saw magnolias blooming, so there might be some here. I know there's magnolia trees here. And I thought I would talk to you about a few things. So it's been a hell of a week, as we've probably all experienced. Uh, you know, as of now, we're in a state of emergency as a country. You've probably already heard. And everybody's kind of on lockdown. And if you guys are on lockdown, what you've got time for is podcasts and YouTube videos. It's probably what I'm going to be doing. Uh, let's walk this way. And just wanted to share some thoughts about all this. I know this is a photography podcast, but you know, this is going to affect a lot of things in photography and a lot of things in my in my personal life as well, probably as well as you. So I figured uh, share that with you. Today I was supposed to have a, a street photography class, and it was canceled. Um, 
which is unfortunate because it's a bit of income for me. And uh, I really love teaching the class. That's why I'm out here. I figure in lieu of teaching a class, I can do a video and talk photography and do the podcast. But, uh, and then I had a intro to digital photography class next week that I'm actually have rewritten the curriculum for, curriculum for for the place that I'm working at. And uh, it's a nice it's a nice show. It's a nice slideshow and instructions. I got to tweak it a little bit, but that's been canceled. Uh, all of New York uh, that was going to be at the uh, at a Brooklyn Public Library and and uh, Brooklyn Public Library is canceling all of their uh, canceling all of their events, and so that affects the class that I was going to teach. So those are income flows that are getting lost for me and photography uh, opportunities that I don't have. And luckily enough, I've got a part-time job uh, freelance job that lets me work free, uh, remotely from home and my wife luckily also can work from home as well when um, they officially announce that they can work from home but she can work from home now and she's actually planning to stay home the week to do some work from home so we've got that advantage a lot of people in the country don't have that luxury and uh, you know, in the past week, I've been more concerned with um, kind of more taking care of, uh, whoa, sorry, ooh, more taking care of uh, making sure that we've got stuff in our house because everybody's panicking for some strange reason. Um, actually, what I did today, well, you know, people are posting, I'm sorry, I'm jumping here, but people are posting all sorts of pictures of empty shelves in supermarkets and you know it's very easy to do with your iPhone and you take a picture and then you post it on social media and then it becomes something that a lot of people see and it starts affecting how they feel about what's going on and suddenly everybody's running out to the stores and buying tons of toilet paper and bottled water although my water still works so I don't know why everybody's buying bottled water and chicken. People are buying chicken. <laughs> uh, I went to, this morning I went to the store to um, do try an experiment, which was, well, first of all, I wanted to pick up a couple of things. Um, but mainly I was headed toward the stores to do my version of the empty shelf pictures. And that was pictures of... Uh, stocked shelves and I posted it on my Facebook page and my Facebook photographer page and tagged it with um, pics of plenty and um, started trying to get some traction on that and maybe I suggest you know if you guys want to help the situation is go to supermarkets and when you see shelves full of stuff you know post a picture of the full shelves yes there's very little toilet paper for some strange reason 
and a few other things but mainly there's lots of stuff in the shelves and people are um, people are panicking so my thought was to to post pictures of what I'm calling pics of plenty p-i-x of plenty hashtag those so it's a very busy day here everybody's walking around So I went into the stores and I took shots and there there were shelves full of food. And I thought, all right, this is a way for me to use photography to do what I can. And I was only buying a few things. Actually, it's pie day, so I went and bought a pie. Because <laughs> we're having pies tonight. My wife likes these theme days. So when it's pie day, we have pie. We're gonna have chicken pot pies, and we're gonna have a little apple pie for dinner, stuff like that. Anyway, so uh, earlier in the week when I was seeing pictures of the empty shelves, um, I was not panicking, but maybe on the edge of panic, you know? Just seeing that other people are starting to buy tons of stuff made me think I better should I better buy some stuff as well I didn't run out and hoard anything uh, actually last week this was last week I went out did a little shopping and the stores were fine but I I, I was affected by the photographs too which is what made me do what I did today was post pictures of plenty and you know when I was in the store last week even though again the toilet paper was out uh, there was plenty of food. There was lots of food. And it's not like the shipments are stopping. So, you know, I wanted to show all that today. But I, I would be lying if I didn't say I was somewhat scared. And I think I'm more, well, I'm, I'm scared about this virus, right? And we got a couple of geese crossing behind us. <laughs> There's a lot of geese around here. Canada geese. Hey guys. They're, they're having a nice walk. I, the virus, you know, all the news about it is a little scary. And mainly because I'm in the older Americans, <laughs> older persons group. Not old, old, but, you know, I'm not young. And so I fit into the category of maybe a little bit more vulnerable. And so does my wife, you know, and if we have underlying health conditions, then yeah, you know, it's something to, something to worry about. But the thing I'm more, almost more scared of is the way people are reacting to this and what's going on. We've had a few uh, people being, I guess say rude, but you know, there's been some fights and people saying, wear your masks and don't cough and, and beating other people up from being from another country which uh, I won't get into right now. Um, but that scares me more than, than the virus in some way, because the virus can be controlled in some way and we can you know, self-quarantine and do tests. But people really can't be controlled. 
Uh, very, very difficult to do that. So that kind of frightens me more. And I'm actually, I mean, I'm admitting I'm a little frightened of what's going on. And I'm not trying to instill fright in you. And, you know, can we talk about for a second the irony? I, the irony is not lost. And I'm walking through Greenwood Cemetery and we're talking about a pandemic. Uh, and for those of you who don't know me, I come here a lot as a sort of a place to chill. It's a beautiful place. And, you know, in a sense that um, it's a reminder of our mortality. You know, we're, we're all going to end up either in a place like this or someplace else. You know, this is the inevitable. And I'm not trying to say anything about that now. You know, I'm, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of dying, but, but you know, it's there, and I'm, I'm not trying to still think. So I get the irony when I'm walking around here talking about this stuff. But uh, that being said, uh, yeah, I'm a little frightened, and it's been taking a toll on my... I'm going to go this way. It's been taking a toll on my sort of energy on doing photography for myself. Uh, my Instagram feed has been a little slow, but the only way I share pictures now, I haven't posted a Flickr in a while. And it's just the general, uh, a general morale is down for wanting to take photography or wanting to shake it. It's interesting because then I'm starting to think that, you know, what's really important, you know? This thing is affecting the entire country and it's affecting the entire world. We're all into this together. And... You know what's important i mean I, photography is important to my life this is what i do this is how i whoop. get back on track here photography is what i do and photography is how i express myself and i, I don't like not doing it but you know sometimes it takes a back burner to other things that are going on in real life and we all have real life things going on now. We're all fighting our internal battles, our internal fears are going, and we have to deal with that. And, and what's really kind of a, it's a sad thing is that because of this virus going around is that we're sort of being forced to be away from each other. It's about the only way this is about the only way you're going to be able to see me in person. There's no in-person anymore for a while. You know, self-quarantining and staying away from groups is going to help. But just as the most when we need people and we need to be sharing our experiences and have human contact, we really can't. And uh, that, that kind of scares me. And, you know, I don't know if this will set a new norm for the world. I'm sure there'll be a lot of new norms set when all is said and done. They'll be, we'll be um, doing things in a different way, I'm sure. And that seems to happen every time we have an event like this, or, or I mean, not an event like this, but something that's big, things change. So, how will it change photography? How will it change uh, all sorts of things? I, I don't know, but I do know things will be different. Um, 
and yeah, I'm I'm a little I'm frightened about this a little. Uh, and there's nobody here really to tell me not to be. <laughs> you know, like I said, I'm not panicking. Uh, trying to be as calm as possible and then still calm. And still, with that inside of me, there's this little bit of of, of scared. I'd be lying to say I'm not scared. I'm not really sort of. I'm not the brave kind to go facing things. And I'm not. I'm not stupid either. You know, I'm, not, I'm washing my hands. I'm carrying the the hand sanitizer, and I'm doing all the things that I can. I'm not staying in the house all the time. I don't know if that's a smart thing or not. You know, I am going to my coffee shop in the morning. Very few people going. For and uh, you know, I am walking around here, but I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about catching anything here. I have ordered some extra supplies online when they've popped up, and that's the panicked part of me, reacting. You know, spending a few bucks on things like MREs, <laughs> which is these are kind of the equivalent of buying bottled water. But, you know, MREs are military meals ready to eat. And I've been meaning to buy those for a while because of when we had Hurricane Sandy. Man, the supermarkets did empty out then. And actually, the city was shut down then. And I had planned to buy those. This is now eight years ago because Superstorm Sandy was 2012, as I recall. So, yeah, I've had eight years to think about this. And, of course, now, you know, it pops up. And I was like, well, you know, let me buy them. It's, it's a couple hundred bucks for maybe like three weeks worth of meals. So I bought them, right? Big deal. They'll stay in the closet for some period of time. And, you know, I'll, I'll eat them before they expire. I'm sure. So there's that. And, you know, I just bought a couple of air filters, masks to cover up. Again, just in case, you know, I, I, again, this is from the part of me that's a little scared and a little uh, nervous about stuff and maybe being cautious about things. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really see a problem with that, you know, I'm, like I said, I don't, not, I think everybody taking precautions is a good thing, you know. That being said, uh, you know, is li life is normal. I would love to get back to that. It's not going to be the case for a little while. Uh, figuring walking around in Greenwood is part of it. Maybe, you know, I got my camera on me. I'm, right now I'm talking, to, I'm talking to the camera. I got my other camera with me. Obviously, lenses. I was hoping maybe I could see some um, hawks or something. It's kind of sunny, so it's not the best day to shoot in the cemetery in terms of like the cemetery itself. I think it's a little contrasty. Uh, but, you know, and I can't talk on this camera and take, the, take pictures with my other camera. And I'm very tempted to set this one up on a tripod and, uh, you know, see, have you guys see me photographing, but, you know, without a place to really set up here, um, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to do that. So I'm going to post this video on YouTube because why not? 
as an intro to uh, I'm going to start a, a YouTube channel. As I mentioned before on my last episode podcast, and I've had a few weeks to kind of figure out what I'm going to do. This why I'm buying all this cheapo gear. I've been sort of addicted to YouTube watching video videos of reviews of video equipment <laughs> and and you know inexpensive video equipment you know lights and gimbals like this here and you know a few other things I mean I really don't want to be spending money now so that's why I'm buying a lot of inexpensive gear and uh, I'm just checking my mic here getting sort of ramped up to start a YouTube channel and let me just give the little uh, kind of a history of this in a way yes I'm gonna get involved in YouTube and I'm late to the party sure everybody else is doing it but I guess like podcasts I can find I'm hoping to find a niche uh, for people viewing what I want to show and you know the, the, my thought process is if I get 20 people watching 30 people watching then that's like a class you know it's like me having a photo class and that's fine with me my sort of goals with this is that I kind of want to be an independent self-reliant person again in terms of making an income maybe this will I can this can lead to something I don't know and I'm not I'm not banking on it it's not something I'm doing but it's all part of a bigger package and it's not just because I want to make money I mean if I wanted to make money I wouldn't have been a photographer because that is not the way to make money especially now and you know watching people on YouTube putting out all this content probably some of the stuff like I may be doing some repeats of what's there but I'll do it in my style and I'm, this is a long-winded way of me getting to what I want to do so let me just get into that a little bit my idea for my channel is to do first of all I'm going to call it through the viewfinder not particularly original but it's what I want to talk about at first I was going to call it through the loop but I don't think a lot of people know what a loop is and I don't want people googling loop but a loop is something I grew up with uh, and being a photo editor that's how you view pictures but if you actually if you google a loop you get these little things that people look at uh, thread counts with you know fabrics so I didn't think that made any sense so I decided to change it call it through the viewfinder it might change a little bit I need to find a URL that is available I think I got one anyway regardless of what the title is my idea with this is to be um, a bit introspective and critical about my own work what do I mean by that well I thought the idea of spending five or ten minutes doing a self critique of my own work might be a something different than I've seen because you know if you do a search for photography on YouTube it's a lot of equipment and reviews and less in the uh, 
introspective, like paying attention to your own work kind of content. So I thought I could do that well, because one of the things, well, as I just said before, I was a photo editor. And yes, it was for a stock photo agency, but I did have to look at pictures with a critical eye in terms of making sure I could tell the photographer, you know, when we rejected pictures, why I was rejecting pictures. Now, of course, that was in the context of a stock photo agency. And so I'm looking at pictures to see whether or not they're going to sell. Be that, you know, I'm not an art critic. I'm just a blue collar guy. <laughs> I'm not somebody who is writing for art news or something. Hang on, got a car coming by. I'm not, I, I know, I'm not an art critic and I don't, I don't have that kind of education at all. In fact, I learn a lot from other people who do this kind of stuff. I'm gonna go this way, I'm gonna get off the road. I, I, I learn from other people. A few of them are my friends, people who will listen to this show, the podcast and maybe watch this show. And so the idea is to take my pictures not new pictures necessarily, although I'm not gonna limit it to, I'm not gonna make any limitations, but I think what I wanna do is go over older imagery that I've already either put up on Instagram or Flickr or something like that, and, and do a really difficult, not difficult, you know, I'm not gonna go crazy, but do a critique on my own work sit there and be, look at the pictures, look at the content. Did I execute it right? Did I get, uh, get across the, the meaning in the photograph? And, and do a deep dive on my own pictures. And I, I suspect this is gonna evolve all, over time because I'm not, this is not what I do. If I do any of the critiquing is in my head, you know, and hey, stay there. I do, I, you know, we all do that. We look at our own work and in your mind, your, your, the little voice inside your head, you start saying these things. And of course it comes out in all sorts of ways, like the way you process a picture, uh, the way, whether or not you sit on it for a while, let it, let it, you know, let it marinate as it were, uh, all sorts of things. And I, I want to take some of that and vocalize it so that when I, I'm going to turn a little bit this way, get into the sun. So that with that little voice that goes on in my head, maybe I can share that with you, with listeners and viewers. And my idea, I guess, is that if I can do it for myself, then maybe, maybe uh, you could do it too, you know? And this idea of spending a little bit more time with our own work, I think is really helpful. Because what's going on now is that you're going, you're, we're all looking at Instagram, right? Everyone's looking at Instagram, we're looking at Flickr, we're looking at photographs very fast. Most of the time we're doing it on these devices, the mobile phones, maybe on a computer. Very little bit of going into galleries or museums, you know? It's gonna be less so now because of, we're gonna be locked in. So how, how do we look, how do we judge is 
I guess that's what we're doing. We judge other people's work when we can't judge our own, right? And then what's happening is also, you know, you put your pictures up on Instagram or wherever you share your pictures and someone comes back with you with a critique or something that you don't like and you feel the pain of it. I'm that way too. Someone says something about a photograph of mine and they don't like it. It stings. Of course it does. It's your own work. How could it not? You know, you put some amount of your life energy into this image and someone says, I mean, they can say something useless like, I don't like it. Or they could say something like, you know, why didn't you crop it? Or did you try it in black and white? And even those kind of little suggestions can sting a little bit because they're questioning what you've presented. We question what you've done. So I'm thinking like the only way to really have that stuff be comfortable is to be able to look at your own work in that same way, to step out of it and, and question it, you know? Could I have cropped it differently? Is this picture really doing something for me? Is it, you know, look at my own work that way, you know? And then maybe I could understand when someone comes back to me and says that about my work, and it maybe also gives me a little bit of a, not a shield, but a little bit of an armor. And again, it's not to protect, because we, you know, we put up our pictures, we want people to look at them. When they say something about it, we can get upset about it. And maybe by looking at our own work in that same way, we can be less upset. We can understand what people are trying to say. In other words, so if someone says, I don't like the picture, you know, that's, again, that's not, that's not useful. But someone says something about the cropping or even maybe doesn't say it in the way that we'd like them to say it. Maybe, you, maybe by self-critiquing, we can learn to... Um, listen to the music instead of the lyrics. And I, I mean that, you know, in a metaphorical kind of way. When someone says something, we can hear the music that they're saying and maybe not get stung by their words because that's what's going on so much. And especially because we're, we're all criticizing each other and, and, and looking at each other on these devices and we're separated. We're not having a dialogue in person. That may be one of the ways that the world is going to change a little bit now. And so we need to spend a little bit more time at a distance. And when we all know this. When we're at this distance, uh, you know, there's miscommunication. There's, there's arguments. There's, we don't understand. And we've got emojis and stuff like that because that can help a little bit. But there's still a lot of misunderstandings that go on between all of us and... Um, in regards to, say, our photography. So, my kind of speechy thing here. Hang on, I'm getting exposure changes as I walk in the shade. And the shade's not bad. Maybe I'll stay in the shade for things, although it's a little cool. I like the sun. So, so my idea is to grab a photograph of mine and and go through it, you know, and do the little sketching on an iPad and showing you parts of the picture and talking about it as if it was someone else's picture, but it's my picture, and, and, and keep doing that. And, and by example, I hope, we can take something from that and apply it to, like you guys can apply it to your own work. And I know that's opening me up for a bunch of things here because, you know, obviously I'll leave comments open and people will 
we'll talk about that. And so I'm, I'm sort of leaving myself open for the thing that I'm saying that I want people to, um, to learn from, from what I'm doing on the channel. And I guess I want to do the same thing. Like I need to build some armor up for my own work. You know, I like my work. And when someone says something about it that I'm not keen on, yeah, it affects me. And so maybe by doing this in the world, in, in front of everybody, it will help me as well. And so that's my thought for, the, for what I'm going to do. And it may not be the most visually exciting. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna, I, might have, I might do a really interesting graphic open or something like that. I, I gotta do something to make it interesting because actually part of me wants to, the idea of producing this actually sounds kind of fun. So I wanna, I wanna do, I wanna make it look okay, but I'm not really out to make it glitzy and stuff like that. And it's gonna evolve, you know? I gotta, I gotta do this in my house. Oh, hello. Hey, I'm over here. Come back, come back, come back, come back. There we go. <laughs> this thing is crazy. I have to do this in my, my, my office, which means I have to clean up my office and you know, do it with the equipment that I've got. Uh, I'm not, like I said, a YouTuber yet. Um, I'm gonna move back in the shade a little bit. Look at that, look how the exposure changes back here. I'm looking at it on the screen. Um, so it's more of an informative, educational thing, like I said, for myself and for everybody else. And I'll, I'll see how it evolves. You know, and willing to get feedback from everybody. You know, I want to make the channel useful. That's my idea is to make it useful. And I, I think mainly doing my own work is going to be how it will start because it's my own work. And so I can, I don't have to worry about copyrights and stuff like that. It's just my stuff. And I'm not, I'm not insulting anybody if I'm putting the picture down because it's me. It's my, it's my work, you know. Uh, it'd be great to hear what people will say, like, hey, you didn't talk about that part of the picture. <laughs> but again, opening my, my door up for that is, is, is fine. Because that's what I want to do. I mean, the thoughts about that is like, maybe that's where I can compete. That's where I can be different. That's my niche, you know? That's something that might be not a lot there. I'll, I'll tell you, it, it, it's coming from uh, a couple of sources. I'm going to turn here. Couple, coming from a couple of ideas, and I, I would be amiss to not acknowledge them, but uh, Ted Forbes on his Art of Photography uh, podcast, uh, sorry, his uh, YouTube channel, uh, I liked when he was uh, doing the artist series, and he's showing pictures from, uh, you know, opening up books and showing, and he does, a, he does the thing on Fridays where he's showing everybody's work. I really enjoy that, and I would love to see him get back to that. I know, uh, I, I don't know why he's not doing it, but, um, you know, that would be really cool to see. But anyway, I would say that's an inspiration, and it also comes from the episode, like I had mentioned uh, when me and Ward were talking about, we were, we were, uh, when me and Ward were doing the uh, Lartigue episode, and that was directly inspired by um, by the Ted Forbes channel because he did a, a segment on 
on uh, Lartigue. And so I have to say that it's inspired. But also recently, uh, Zach uh, Arias has gotten back on YouTube. And he just did a video a couple days ago. He did a, he did a couple. One was about his, his gear, stuff like that. And, and, and it wasn't just talking about gear. He was talking about basically just getting started uh, in contact production, you know, not trying to be perfect with things. And it really resonated with what he was saying. Um, because I've been thinking about this for a while. And I'm like, oh, i got to wait until it's perfect. i got to have a perfectly clean room. And I have to have all the gear and stuff like that. And when I heard him talk about it... When I heard him talk about it, I, 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 his message got through to me. Uh, for some reason, his voice, um, it got through. And then he just did one a couple days ago about, you know, comparing ourselves to others. And he was talking about comparing himself to other YouTubers. And I would just link the video uh, or go, go find it. Uh, it's a recent Zach Arias video. If I'm pronouncing his name wrong, forgive me. So that got me, those, that energy is inspiring me to do this. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, all this is not going to be in the video that I'm, I'm filming because nobody wants to watch a half an hour of me walking through um, Greenwood Cemetery. So, you know, the, 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 even though this is going to be both a podcast and a video, there's going to be different content on it, uh, and which means I also have to edit this down, <laughs> this video down. Uh, but, you know, that'll give me a chance to test my editing skills. So that's the goal. Oh, and so th- the other thing is maybe I can start also going into doing um, some archival imagery where the copyright is not an issue. Uh, I, I'm kind of a little not wanting to go into being critical of other, even older photographers' work, but maybe what I would do instead of being doing a critique on it is really look at the elements of the image and, and talk about those. And so instead of doing a critique, I would talk about maybe what makes the photograph work for me. You know, why do I like it? And I can work with a lot of... I think I can work with a lot of... Um, public domain photographs and a lot of the are, are, are photographs that I love anyway you know and maybe maybe this will evolve into if anybody wants me to critique their work on the air as it were <laughs> as much as YouTube could be on the air um I would do that I don't know I want to see how it's going to evolve but it's something I want to do and it's a, it, it's something that I want to I always wanted to do. I remember uh, on the Switch to Manual site, I had the, the portfolio reviews, and I've done it for a few people. It didn't quite take off, I guess, just because I couldn't know how to market it the right way. And maybe that will come back, because it's a nice way to get people their feedback. But it took, took a lot of work. And uh, I'm going to walk up this hill here. It's a lot of work, but but I like doing that. I like giving feedback on pictures, and it was just something. It's something that I do or I've done before. And apparently, I'm not you know talking out of my butt. <laughs> I think I know what I'm talking about. But like I said, I'm not a I'm not a photo critic. I'm not um, not an art critic. I don't I don't uh, I don't have those you know. It's not, it's not what I was, 
trained to do. But I can look at a picture and figure out what works and what doesn't. And I can tell people how I think a picture can improve if they want to improve their work, and what works in a picture and what doesn't work. And I think that's all I need is are those abilities to be able to get that across, you know? And sometimes it might take me a little while. I'm a little wordy, as this video and this podcast can be. I know I've been told, and I've taken this feedback with uh, to heart, is to try not to talk too much and get lost and get to the point. Sometimes I like to just talk and talk and talk and talk. So... You know, again, and maybe another part of this for me is to train myself to work better and to be more articulate and just sort of understand the art that we're all trying to do, trying to be better at it, and to dive into it, you know, a little bit. So I think the format will be, you know, I'm going to take a photograph of mine, I'm going to put it on an iPad. I'm going to talk over it, sketch on the iPad the areas that I want to talk about, and and that's it. Just keep it five or ten minutes. Keep it simple. Um, again, try to get to the point a little bit, and and uh, you know feedback is going to be welcome. I mean, I want to really work at making this a useful. Uh, endeavor for both me and for people who are watching. You don't want to just, you know, I'm not in it for just making click ads and stuff like that. Again, I'd be like I said, I'm lying if I, I'd like to be someone who can do this work on my own again. You know, when I'm taking pictures and and seeing the opportunities on YouTube and what's available and the fact that that you know, even with a small audience, we can make an impact. You know, so. That's, that's the goal for the YouTube channel that I'm making. Like I said, some of this video will show up on there because why not? Uh, I'll have to edit it down so I get a chance to test my editing skills. And uh, yeah. So that being said, I think maybe I'll put the, uh, put the YouTube, I'll put the camera away for now and Go walk around and see if I can get some shots in 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 the in the cemetery today. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Uh, spring is definitely coming early to Brooklyn. We had one snow last in 2019 at the I can't remember when now. Maybe been December or November. And it wasn't even a real snow. It was like just like nothing. I've had no snow, which means I had no snow pictures this year. And yeah, I didn't wear my snow boots at all. So, so that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up at least for the video. I might keep talking. <laughs> I might keep doing podcast talk. Uh, thanks for thanks for hanging in with me. I hope you end up watching and subscribing to the YouTube channel. I'm gonna. Start working on it in the next couple of weeks. Uh, probably because we'll be self-quarantined. Like I said, I work from home, so I get to do this kind of stuff. I have to balance out working from home and doing uh, this. But I'll start putting out videos as quick as I can. 
and feedback is going to be appreciated and taken in. And um, I hope you'll find it uh, useful. And if you do, you know, share it with other people. <laughs> I'd like to get, you know, a few people watching. So that's it for this Dispatches from Greenwood Cemetery. I hope that I didn't bore you to death. <laughs> and I hope you guys are all hanging in there with the coronavirus situation, taking care of yourselves and your family, and trying to remember um, that we're all kind of fighting this battle together. And it's kind of comforting to know that we're all in it together. So I think it's a little easier for us to deal with if we're all we all realize we're in the same boat. So uh, that being said, I'm going to toss back to myself in the studio for the outro, and I will see you guys later. Well, if you managed to hang in this long with me after that, the latest dispatches from Greenwood, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to keep this outro short. You guys know where you can reach me. Um, I'm, I just don't want to really go into that now. I just want to acknowledge uh, what is going on in the world. And I really hope and, and um, keeping, you know, all of you in my thoughts that you're taking care of yourselves and taking care of your loved ones and being careful and hopefully not hopefully we will make we will make it through all this uh it's a matter of time and uh, the world's going to change a bit you know when we're done uh i don't know what how the world of photography is going to change but even that's going to change and how we approach things and so it'll be interesting it's going to be interesting and i'm curious to see what's going to happen when we get out of this when we've passed through this um this time of the coronavirus and and uh the whole, you know, all the uh, tumult that's coming with this. So uh, with that being said, you know, I will uh, endeavor to come out with another episode in a, in a, you know, by the end of March. Let's see how things go. Uh, let's try to keep, uh, let's try to help each other, uh, especially creatively. Um, I know we can help each other physically by taking care of our, our kids and our folks and, and whatnot. But for those of us who are listening to the show, we're creative people. And often when things like this happen, uh, creative people can go one of two ways. They can go and get really into something new and, and, and take a plunge. But sometimes when the, like the world around us is not falling apart, but when the world around us is suffering, we, we take on those, um, we, we, we tend to take on those, that suffering as well. And it can affect our creativity. And uh, now is kind of the time to really try to not let that happen. Really, you know, connect with other creatives. Start small groups. You know, we can't get together in person as much anymore. So I really, 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 you know, encourage you to find small groups of people who, who you know and share. And however you can communicate with them, get online with them. If you have to do FaceTime or Zoom meetings so you can see each other, you know, uh, if, we have the, if you have those capabilities, do so. You don't want to get isolated and uh, by yourself. And I'm, I'm saying this mainly because I know I'm the kind of person who can do this. So I'm really, really trying to reach out to people and trying to um, make sure I don't stay alone and don't stay isolated because we're going to come out of this and 
uh, when we do, you know, hopefully we can be a little stronger and a little wiser uh, after we pass through all this. So please, please try to reach out to your friends, uh, stay in contact, share ideas, encourage ideas, be cautious, you know, like follow the rules. Let's try to stop the spread of this, obviously. And, and, uh, this, you know, COVID-19, let's, let's pay attention to what the health, um, professionals are saying, uh, don't, let's not be, again, I'm saying this for myself, (laughs) don't be, you know, don't be crazy. Don't, you know, I don't really have a reason to go into the city and start photographing empty streets. I I don't see, I know it's possible because the New York is going to be empty, but I'm not sure what that's going to gain me. So I got to figure out different ways to be creative. Anyway, it's kind of a long-winded way of saying stay connected with people. I don't stay connected with me. Stay, you know, stay in touch with me, you guys. If you want to reach out and talk, start your own little photography collectives, you know, share ideas. Uh, This is the time, you know, we're getting into in the northern hemisphere here. We're getting into the spring and the summer and we all want to go out and have a good time and, and, and hang out with our friends and, and we can't really do that right now. So find ways to connect and find ways to connect safely. And um, I will definitely check in with you in a couple of weeks. I don't know what the show will look like in a couple of weeks and we'll see how I get on to doing the YouTubes. Uh, I think for me, my that's going to be my creative outlet. you know, talking to you about my own pictures and on YouTube and let's see how that goes. So with that being said, I will see you in a couple of weeks and please take care of yourself and, and good luck to all of you and be well.